Hi, welcome back to the Onside Hockey Podcast. I'm Owen. I'm Brandon. Yeah, and this week we'll be going over news that happened over the Christmas break while we were away. Because as you know, we didn't record any podcasts while uh, the Christmas break was happening. So we just took a break. And then during that, during this episode, we'll also dive into the advanced stats to get you guys uh, understanding those and even us understanding those. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so some of the let's get right into it. Yeah, so some of the news that's been going on. So we have the World Juniors that were over the Christmas break. They're still going on. Um, basically, with the World Juniors, it's a little tournament. Well, not really little. Um, kind it, of. A, it's pretty big, but little like, was a poor choice of words. Um, it's <laughs> a major tournament for yeah, for um, hockey for prospects. And hockey in general, yeah. because a lot of our just hockey fans, that's like one of the main events yearly that people tune into. Yeah. And because of the whole Olympic situation where no NHL players get to go there. So, well, not even because of that. I mean, like, I mean, also, yeah. I mean, like, you get the chance to see either coming prospects or current prospects for teams. Yeah. But mostly it's. Just draft eligible players for the upcoming year. Unless you're Connor Bedard, who's like, and I'm just going to be here for like three times and be like, <laughs> what's up? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and also some already drafted players. And of course. Yeah. Of, yeah. And drafted like, players. Like Bedard will come back next year because he's only 17 and he's going to be 18 next then year. He's going to be 18 over the summer. Yeah. So he's going to be allowed to come back next year as well. And he's already ripping it up. So, yeah, yeah, that's going to be insane. Anyways, yeah, so that was kind of a bit of a ramble. But so what the World Juniors are, it's a a major tournament for draft eligible players and prospects for teams where they can either improve, generally improve their draft stock for obviously the upcoming draft Mm -hmm. or, you know, stay about the same or, you know, perform for your for your team, get more playing time that some players don't get on their actual teams. Like uh, Shane Wright, for instance, he's the captain of Team Canada at the World Juniors. Get his confidence back up. It's yeah. all good. And, he, and he's doing pretty good, which is good yeah, to see. I think he's about a point per game or something. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah, so he hasn't been as noticeable as I thought he'd be out there, but... It it is what it is, and same th- same thing with Ventuli, who is projected second or third for next this year. year, for this or, yeah this, for this well, draft upcoming year. draft mm-hmm. um, after Bedard. So he's been a little bit of a letdown, but it's not like he's been unnoticeable too, because on his first shift in the first game, he tried to pull off the Michigan, which was actually kind of crazy. Yeah. And then you just watch Bedard do the like next shift after, and it's like, wow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's a uh, it's a tournament, like we just said, where prospects draft players, blah 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 blah, and ten teams compete in two groups: Group A and Group B. Canada is usually in Group A, and the USA is in Group B. Those are usually the two teams who generally are the best teams. Mm-hmm. This year, it's been a, a little bit different. I mean, you could make the argument Canada still the best team in the tournament but by standings wise no they're like second or third best even mm-hmm. um but yeah so in the yeah 10 teams two groups and if you finish five fifth, five five per group though. yeah five yeah, five yeah. teams Just, per group yeah. five teams per group per group 
And if you finish fifth in your group, you have to play against the that the other team who placed fifth for a three three game round. Best of three. Yeah, bet a best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First one to win two. So yeah, best be, yeah, best. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 a best. A best of three round to basically stay in the tournament for the next year. So the team that wins, they get to come back. And I oh, I forget who they says would replace the losing team for next year. I think they said... Um, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I can... Yeah, Brandon, Brandon can look it up. Anyway, so if you lose... If you lose that, that round, then you're out for the next tournament... And a new a new country will come in and take your spot. Now, for the winning team, obviously, they don't proceed further into the tournament for that year. But for the next year, they do get to come back and compete again. Yeah, so... Yeah, and right now, we're in the semifinals. And a couple of days ago, we had the quarterfinals, which was that game. Those Those games were... Uh, but either win or go home. Basically, pretty self-explanatory. So, do you only play one game? And if you win, obviously you move on to the semifinals, which is what we're in right now. And if you lose, you are out for the tournament. Now, before that, it's the preliminary tournament or preliminary round, I guess, where it's just more more seeding kind of, and you already know generally who's going to be your top four teams. And for this year in Group A, I believe it was Czechia, Canada, not Germany. Germany was in Group B. For Group A. Oh, for Group A. Group um, A. Uh, yeah, Czechia. Czechia? Czechia, <laughs> Canada. Wait, was it was it Czech or um, Slovakia? Slovakia was in the other group. Okay, okay. I can just... One sec. Um, yeah, anyway, anyways, that, that, the seating, the seating's don't really matter, but, yeah, what you do is you play, I think, four games, four games in the prelim round, easy to say that, and basically just for seating, easy peasy, if you finish first, uh, you go against the last, the fourth place team in the, in group B, and in, if you finish first in group B, you go against the last place team in group A. It's a little bit complicated. It's a little weird. Yeah. But and we did a, I, we did a poor job at explaining it. I'm sure it's much easier if we were looking at it right yeah, now. Yeah. So but so anyways, I'll just we when we were talking about which team will be promoted to the next uh tournament in 20 2023 2024. Um it's actually Norway. No Norway, okay. Um they finished at the top of uh as the top team in the World Junior Division. One A tournament, which is just how they seed things. Okay, oh, I didn't things. know that actually. Um, cool. and then the groups are Group A, which is Canada's group. It's Canada, Sweden, uh, Czech, I can Germany, just say Czech, Austria. Uh, Germany, yeah, Austria. Then the B group is uh, the United States, Finland, Switzerland, Slovakia, and Latvia. Who came first in Group B? I don't think it was the U.S. I think was it um, was it Finland? I, I think so because I, I don't think it, they lost. I think it might have been Slovakia. I can no also way. I can also check that. No way. I don't think so. Let me let me just check real quick. Um oh Brandon has it up. Yeah, one second. No, go to the pre- preliminary. 
I'm going. Prelim. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Oh, it oh, was the US. Did the USA come from? Okay. I didn't, I didn't even know they. I thought they lost. The, oh, they did lose the game. Yeah. Anyway, so for Group B, the USA came first, then Finland, Slovakia, Switzerland. Those four teams moved on to the quarterfinals. Yep. The USA moved on, and Slovakia moved on. Yeah. They both won their games pretty decisively. Mm-hmm. Was it what eleven one? Oh, they, uh, they were high the scoring US. games for sure. I'm not sure the like actual was, number. Was, I believe it was eleven one for but. USA and Germany. That was Germany came fourth in Group A. USA came first, mm-hmm. so one v four. And then the and Sweden. Oh wait, this is we have to first uh, for Group A. First of all, <laughs> Czech came first. Canada, Sw- uh, Sweden, Germany. Those are the four teams that moved on. Yeah, and then Austria. So the last one out. Austria and Latvia were in the relegation round. Yeah. And I don't think is this still going on? Um I no. don't think, no, I don't no, think no. so. Because I think, well, actually, oh no, I think Latvia it is, won. It is. No, it's still going on because it's is best it? of three. Unless wait, unless. I I'm not actually sure. <laughs> Man, this is just Czech all over the place. Yeah. Like confusing. Oh yeah, yeah, Latvia, Latvia won. won? Yeah, All right, yeah. that's that's a big win for Latvia. Honestly, mm-hmm. I'm cheering for Latvia. I really like it. Yeah. I'm not Latvian. In, Poor Austria, though. I'm not Latvian in any way at all. I don't think so, anyways. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But Latvia, they came in last year because Russia and we. That's very. We weren't just gonna steer away from that topic, but what happened in Ukraine? Anyway. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> The world, uh, the IIHF, International Ice Hockey Federation, said no to Russia, so they brought in Latvia. Yeah, Latvia was a big surprise in the. Oh yeah. The for the last World Juniors, mm-hmm. I think they, they, they had they had a. Um, are you talking about this one or the last? One? The last, the last World Juniors, oh, okay. the twenty twenty three or twenty twenty two one. Yeah. yeah the me. Latvia, they were a big surprise. They uh, they moved on to, the quarterfinals. There was no relegation, so there was really nothing to lose, pretty mm-hmm. much. And they were they were in it till the very end, pretty much. And you could see all the all the hype in the players, all the excitement. Like, hey, we're on the the, the biggest stage in the world for junior ice hockey. This is fantastic, and a lot of people were supporting them. It was it was great. I was I was like, this is this is incredible. Like. It, it was it was awesome to watch, and I'm really happy that they uh, beat Austria, and they're able to come back next year. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Norway in for Austria, and Latvia stays in. So I'm I'm very happy about that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. And then, uh, just before we move on, we have to talk about Group A. Group A. Especially yeah. this one game. But I'll first do uh, the Sweden and Germany game. Um, Sweden won that one, right? I'm just I'm just making sure because I actually didn't watch that game, so I have no clue. For is this for the prelim or the? Oh no no, no like playoffs. Oh no! Oh, no, no, I can no, just was, check. It, what am I doing? No 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 <laughs> so no. For that, it was Sweden Finland for yeah, that no, one. Sure. You said? Oh yeah, sorry <laughs> sorry sorry. No, that's Slovakia my bad. Or yep, something? Nope, nope, that's my bad. <laughs> yeah, my bad. So yeah, Sweden won that game. That one came right down. Th- they scored with like a minute and a half left. Yeah. Um. Basically, what happened to give you a quick rundown. So, there's like a minute fifty left in the third period. It's a tied at two. Finland goes to the power play. So now, now it's five on four, and you're thinking, Sweden, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. 
Leo Carlson, he's uh, top projected to go top five in this year's draft. Fantastic player. Oh, yeah. He's on the penalty kill for Sweden. Uh, The puck goes back to the blue line uh, for Finland. They have possession of the puck. Their defenseman kind of bobbles the puck. Like, it kind of skips. The puck skips over his stick. Leo Carlson comes bursting down the boards. He's He wants the puck as the Finland player is trying to control it. He doesn't. Leo Carlson gets it with like a minute and a half left, maybe a little less than that. Leo, Carlson's, Leo Carlson scores, and it's 3-2 in the third period. They scored a shorthanded goal. It's just, it, it was a shock to watch or to hear about. I did that. That was wild. I don't. I don't have like any words to that. It was just wow. Like you can see the emotion in his face. He captains uh, Team Sweden. They won. They move on. Now they're playing Czechia today. Yeah, and then and then there was the game. Like this is this is obviously the game I watched. I've watched every single Canada game mm-hmm. so far because I'm Canadian. Um, well, we can talk about the other game. <laughs> so the Czechia Switzerland. Oh yeah, sorry. Um, Kind of went over this in a little bit ago. Like we said, they matched up. Yeah, so Czechia, Switzerland, Czechia won 9-1. They moved on. We can kind of glance yeah. over this. USA and Germany, they won 11-1. USA, U- USA yeah, USA won. Probably the most interesting game because, or the game at least that had the most eyes on anyway. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Because first off, it's Canada. Yeah. Um, Like the two top teams here who usually bring in the most like viewership per game like on like tv mm-hmm. it's usually a u.s game or a canadian game and more so a canadian game depending on where the tournament is mm-hmm. and this time it's in halifax so it's also a can- uh in canada uh, yeah the yeah we should probably also mention that backtrack a little bit so for the preliminary round it was in two locations it was in group a was in halifax, halifax and, and then group, group b, b was, was in, in Moncton. yeah then for the semifinals they all moved over to Halifax yeah 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 I, I don't know why they would move over to Moncton <laughs> I don't know it yeah, is what yeah. it is Anyways, you, yeah you can continue anyway um this game was by far probably one of the most um what's the word nail-biting nail-biting game. yeah um I've watched in a while because I am a Canucks fan and that mm-hmm. doesn't happen very often because it's usually <laughs> We either get absolutely destroyed, or you can like you can see us just like lose a lead, and it's just like it's not nail biting. This it's just not sucks. Fun, but yeah. anyways, um, anyway, very back and forth game. Oh yeah, um, yeah, like it it was. I I don't know. It, the first case, okay, first goal in the first period, obviously, none other than Connor Bedard. Oh. Amazing, amazing goal. Not yeah. not not as good as his last one. We'll get to no, that one. But like, no. so yeah, whatever the first goal. So it, it, they were going the um, Slovakia. Slovakia, Slovakia defense were trying to bring it out. They're they're trying to break out of their own zone. So the Slovakian defenseman kind of cuts to the middle a little bit, mm-hmm. and then passes a puck towards the middle. That's a that's a very big no, especially when you hockey. have um Bedard's line out there, which yeah. consists of like. Logan Stankoven. Stank, Stank, Logan Stankoven, Connor Bedard, and Joshua Waugh. Yeah. Anyways, so the puck gets turned over to Canada. Logan Stankoven has it. Connor Bedard is kind of behind the defense a little bit. Yeah. 
Because he, he was chasing them out. Yeah. So he was kind of behind in a way. And when the pass went up the middle, Logan Stankoven picked it off. And cut it off right away. Went right to Bedard. And Bedard just and did his just thing. Shot it. Low glove, I think yeah. it was. Did a little bit low glove, handling. a little bit over the pad. It was a beautiful goal. In, in, a, in a way, it kind of looked like not as fast as the McDavid goal, but like when Mc, if McDavid had a short little breakaway, it kind of looks like that kind of thing. A if you can imagine it, or maybe a pet, not maybe not as fast as Patrick came, but like he did a bunch of stick handling and then he just kind of chipped it. And it, obviously, beautiful goal. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then we go to the second period. Um, Dylan Gunther. Yeah. Also, power play goal from none other than Connor Bedard. We should probably also mention this. Kind of goes into our next next segment a little bit. This actually works perfectly. Connor Bedard broke the world junior record for yeah. ca- Team Canada. That's insane. <laughs> He's like, seventeen, not drafted yet. This is unheard of before. Yeah, and in the final uh, prelim round too, prelim when game, he t- yeah. when when he tied it, um, which was I'm pretty sure wasn't it the goal record. That was the thirty-one goal. goal record. No, no, that thirty-two oh, sorry. points. 30, no, that was, that was thirty-one that, goals. That holy. goal broke the record. Yeah, so for, yeah, for was, points. Yeah, and for then Eric Lindros he, held that place then for he, just throughout their whole world world junior like going. So not just this year, but for like Bedard's year before when he played. Mm-hmm. So every, all the points this he's is, ever gotten in world this, juniors. Yeah, this is all time. This mm-hmm. is all time points for Team Canada at the world juniors. We yeah. should also probably mention. Eric Lindros did it in 21 games. Connor Bedard did it in 14. Yeah. And he is... I'm not, I'm not sure if this was like before the first playoff game or um, just after it, but I'm pretty sure he has 20 points in... 20 points in his last five games. Five or games like or that. something like that, yeah. I'm not sure if that includes the points he's gotten from this it does. game it, we're talking about. It does. It does because... If it wouldn't have counted, it wouldn't have counted. They wouldn't have been like, "Oh my gosh, Connor Bedard broke the record for at the World Juniors for Team Canada." No, it. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, he has twenty-one points. It's twenty-one so, points so, now. Yeah. Eight goals, thirteen assists. Anyway, going back to the game, Dylan Gunther on the power play from Othman, who also New York prospect. He looks pretty good in this tournament. Pretty good. He looks um, pretty comfortable. Yeah, and then obviously Bedard, Connor Bedard again. Um, and then this is where, this is where things kind of start turning a little bit for Slovakia. Mm-hmm. Um, they start um, amping up the pressure, and they eventually score. It's mm-hmm. I don't I don't even know how to explain it. It was kind of just a Canada breakdown, a bad bad Canada breakdown. That's they're not they're not good at defense. Let's be honest, here. they're not great at yeah. defense. It was I believe this was the Bedard turnover, was it not? Um, I'm not sure if that was our first goal or second one. Because I think the second one is is it, that's the one where he went head first into the post, right? Yeah. So I think that was the second one where he gave it up. Yeah. Any, anyways, yeah, it was kind of a, just a bad, a wide open guy in front of the net. It was, it was bad. Um. Anyways, later on to the game. <laughs> what are you trying to do? Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I, I was I was a little confused because while watching this game, I I kept on he- hearing their captain named Nemec. Simon Nemec. Yeah. Um, turns out that is not Simon Nemec. Um, I did not actually know that. Sorry, I thought it, I thought Simone, it was. Simon Nemec, Simone. Um, actually. I, this whole time, I've been uh, thinking of, oh, New Jersey Devils prospect is captaining Slovak team. 
Captaining is a word. Was right? it? Was it? Oh yeah, it was Slovakia. Yeah. So oh. I was like, okay, this I think is we're getting Czechia and Slovakia mixed up. I think I don't know. They have, now, they have strangely weird. Two things. It was close together. There's two Nemics on this team. So every single time I heard the name Nemic, I thought it was one person, yeah. but it was actually two other people. So this next goal, which we were just talking about, came from Libor Nemic from Simon Nemic. <laughs> They're not related in any way. <laughs> or at least they made we, that very we, clear. We, we they weren't. They weren't. And on the broadcast, they're like, "We're not related." Yeah, they got the same last name. And then, yeah, then it's just some. You know, it would be. It'd be <laughs> nice. It would be nice if this third uh, third assist was or third assist, second assist was from another Nemec, but it was just Petrovic. How do you say this? Petrovisky. Yeah, yeah, that guy. So later on to the game, Canada scores game makes it three one from Zach. Ostapchuk. Ostapchuk, yeah. <laughs> it, <laughs> so I, I couldn't see it. Yeah. 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 His name is also pretty hard to yeah. find out how to say that. And normally that's like not a big deal. It's like, okay. So another, yeah, can, can, another team can can goal. Um, yeah, cool. The last game he got a five-minute major and got, was kicked out of the game. So this was a big goal for him. Yeah, for him and also for Canada as it was obvious that the pressure from Slovakia was starting to shift. Like, and it was, Canada was starting to kind of back off a bit. Mm-hmm. So this goal was like, okay, good. We yeah. got, we got a third one. We're up by two. Surely this can't go wrong. We, we're not going to let up two goals. We're just going to, we're, we're just, we're just going to go into the third period. We're going to close them out, move on. That's that. No, at the end of the second period, Bedard turns it over. Yeah, even before <laughs> the third period. Yeah. Um, before the third period. <laughs> Um, end of the second, Vidar turns it over, and Robert Baco. I don't know. Is that how you say his name? Yeah, Baco. Baco. Uh, he scores. Um, he scores. Vidar yep. made a s- stupid choice. Uh, generally, what you do on an odd man rush is you don't dive. Yeah, you don't head dive first. head first. If anything, <laughs> you dive post. feet purse, purse, or first. you don't, or you don't even dive. It, it was a oh, two. Yeah. It was a two on two. Um, one of the Slovakian players who assisted on it. Um. Peter Rep, Rep, Pick, Rick, Kick, Repick, yeah, Rep Kick. I believe yeah. he had the puck. He coming down on the rush. He went around the net, went behind the net. Bedard dives head first, trying to. I get. I mean, you kind of got to give it to him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was probably expecting it to be a wraparound. I don't know, but. It is what it is. The goalie can get over to that that post yeah. probably better than Bedard diving headfirst into the post. Anyways, and, and even watching that play, like him, like sliding on the floor. Not this is not. It was so slow. It looks like it, it looks like it happened in slow motion. Like if you watch an NHL game, it's like they're sliding on the floor and they're actually going pretty fast, and it's like oh, look at them go, but. <laughs> With, with Bedard, Bedard, some, it seemed like on the ice, slow so motion. Seemed, or maybe yeah. it's just because I was watching the play and it was like, oh no, we're about to get scored on. So everything happened in slow motion. But it seemed very slow. And then he just like taps the post yeah. with his neck. And that yeah. obviously kind of that kind of scared me for a second. I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Anyways, so... He was fine. So now he... Bedard, Connor Bedard is now on the ice. Um, And I forget who... One of Canada's defensemen was. I want to say it was Olin Zellweger on the ice at the time. I could be wrong, though. Maybe. But anyway, so now Slovakia is going behind the net, and the Slovakian player passes out front because now no one 
is checking yeah, him. Like, no that one's there because Bedard. Bedard's still on the floor. Because, well, it, it all happened really quick. Um, it's not like Bedard could have gotten up in time. Yeah. He could have slid over maybe, but he was yeah. still kind of so, like, he looked a little shaken up. So, yeah. So, Connor Bedard, he slid on the ice. The Slovakian player passes out front to Robert Bako, and he scores a pretty easy goal. Yeah, just a tap in. So, that. That concludes the second, and then going into the third, this one this was, it was like halfway through. Yeah, it, this was, it was like another nine Canada breakdown. It was another Canada breakdown. Yeah, uh, Libor Nemec, Nemec, just kind of pops out to the high slot. We will get into that in later episodes, so stay tuned oh. for that. Ooh. He pops out to the high slot, gets a nice easy pass from. Oh, sorry, uh, Philip Mazar. From Mazar. Philip Mazar. Mazar. Yep, there you go. Easy, easy peasy. Just easily scores. And now it's like, it was really, Canada's going to lose this yeah, game. It was, it was really weird because it was like, it felt like Canada was like, they're getting shots on goal. They're doing everything you would think Canada can do. But then... We should also mention that all, like right, right away was fantastic. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This game. Like, he was. He he kept them in there for Canada sure. Canada got what fifty six shots on that or something. Yeah, something like that. Something crazy. Like mid fifties. Well, I mean, I mid mean, fifties and shots. Canada's normal kind of amount of shots, but yeah, it's still I know, crazy. But the scores are like nine one then. Yeah, yeah. And anyways, yeah. that we'll we'll get into that after. So now Slovakia scores a side at three. With nine minutes to go in the third period. And late in the third, or sorry, third, uh, none other than Simon Nemec decides to take a penalty. Yeah. Now, they fought back two goals in this game, and they looked like they were about to win the game. I was kind of, I was like, you I know, Canada's not going to make it past this round. They're, they're done for. Because mm-hmm. it was scary. It was, it was like, like nail-biting. It was like, what is happening? Yeah. Um, but anyway... He takes a penalty. Obviously, he doesn't like it because it's like, like no, a no one likes left. a penalty. Um, no, no one likes a penalty. Yeah, and even more than that, um, was that the one that was gonna? They had a review for a five-minute major. Yes, that, so, it was a cross-ranking yeah. penalty. Yeah. So on top of that, he could have been kicked out for the rest of the game in a super tight game in the finals, or not? Sorry, not finals. In the quarterfinals. Quarter, quarters, and. Um, so he's just sitting in the penalty box, just kind of like sitting there. And he's the captain, so it's like a little bit more on his shoulders, I guess. Yeah. Because he's supposed to be a team leader, and then it's a little bit of a nasty. Not, I wouldn't say dirty, but like it was. It, it was. It was just a cross check, but obviously that's not. You, you can't. You can't cross check a dude because that's the that, rules. That's you know? a penalty, yeah, as they, we yep. know. So anyway, they reviewed it. It wasn't five minutes, which good call. I agree with that. It wasn't. It wasn't anything dirty. Um, Two minute penalty. We, we we should say right before this, Bedard got robbed twice <laughs> on the doorstep. Uh, yeah. One's off uh, one of the defenders' uh, shin pads, mm-hmm. and then the other one he, he just got robbed. This just how it is, and then he got cross checked. Yeah. Um, anyway, this penalty rolled over into overtime as well. Yeah. So at the the is oh, oh, this and, is when and, I stopped and, watching because I had to get in my car. So this yeah. is when Owen's going to take it over. And, and w- one more thing before that. So when the when the puck dropped for the penalty to start, one of the Slovakian players was kind of just sitting on the puck. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah, yeah I, now, I saw I'm that not, part too as I'm well. I'm not too sure of what the IIHF rules are. You can't sit on the puck. 
Yeah, and he I, was making no so. effort to I know, move. I know, too. I know it's a penalty if you like glove the puck oh, yeah. in the in the faceoff circle. I know, I know that's a penalty. Mm-hmm. But I'm not necessarily sure. Like he wasn't making any efforts to, to get yeah, up. He, he, he was. He, just he, was, to he kill kept time. on putting his arms by his side and just like yeah, and, making sure the puck stayed under him. Yeah, acting like he didn't know where it was. Yeah, and they were saying on the the broadcast as as the play was happening, they're like Canada can't just. Smack him with their oh, yeah, sticks because yeah, yeah. like, then they'll get a penalty. Yeah, which be yeah, absolutely like, fair. If they did that, absolutely call that a penalty. But how are they get supposed to get the puck? But they can't. So anyways, they can't do anything. They, so the Slovakian yeah. player gets up. The puck gets shot down the ice. That basically ends the yeah. How you close out the the third? I watched just after the power play end. Yeah, ended in overtime. So. so yeah, when we get into overtime, there's a whole bunch of chances for Canada and Slovakia. No, nothing really happened on the power play in the end. It it was Canada got their chances, but you know Slovakia's goalie stood on his head. Yeah, and around when the penalty ended, the Slovaks they came down the ice. What a great save by Milic. Thomas Milic! That, what it, a that, fantastic I, see, see, save! I I just like pulled up my phone at this time and I was like in my car. I was on going on my way to an All Star game. And I was just like, I got to watch this because obviously it's nil, but I'm not just going to leave mm-hmm. it and just like, oh, check TSN and see who won. It's not, it's not how you do it. So I, I was streaming this and I, right when I opened the, um, the, oh my goodness, what, the broadcast, TSN? our broadcast, yeah, yeah. um, shout out on hockey dot TV <laughs> <laughs> free stream. Anyway. Um, yeah, I opened it and right away I just, it's already an on men rush. I was like, Oh, this is like the worst time to open this. <laughs> and what a save. What a save. Uh, yeah. So what happened? So Thomas Millet, she went down on the ice because mm-hmm. it was kind of like, it was kind of a desperation save. Oh yeah. And he, he stopped the first one, didn't he? he there was two the- shots. Yeah, so he stops the first one, I think, with his pad, and yeah. then gets the second one in his glove. Yeah, yeah. so the second shot was I rolling. That's it was it like was. kind of like a flutter. It wasn't like a full shot. Um, so like the Slovak player just hit it, and it kind of just fluttered. Mm-hmm. And still, he was. Yeah, it was a great save because Milic, Milic was, was actually going the other shot. way. He yeah. was also going the other way too, though, because after he made the first save, he was start, uh, starting to go back to the center of his crease. Mm-hmm. So you can see him kind of start moving a little bit, mm-hmm. and once that puck went to his glove side. He had a stretch. Now, to be honest, I don't know how people can stretch like that. I don't know how he did it, but... That's, like, absolutely he, he insane. Did it. Anyways, so, the Canadians, they, they win the face-off, and they it's break the, out of their zone. It's the Bedard show after that. Obviously, the, I don't think it was right away after that It, it wasn't goal. right after that. So, like, Canada got a lot of zone time. Bedard... They said on the broadcast in the whole game he had ten shots, mm-hmm. five of them were in overtime. Yeah, and that they were all like, obviously two different shifts. Like obviously with the power play, yeah. but and well, we'll get to this in like literally in thirty seconds. But <laughs> that's when like everything happened. But before that, if I'm not wrong, so correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Canada got robbed too. I don't know if that was before. Yeah. Um. Milic, Milic, Milic made the save, or after, I'm not actually sure. Mm-hmm. But we also got robbed in the overtime. That goalie was standing on his head. And he, he, was, he was a he fantastic was goalie. Um, I forget what his name is. Brandon can get that up while yep. I talk about it. So Canada's getting a whole bunch of uh, zone time. Their goalie, Slovak goalie, standing on his head. He's keeping them in this game. It is absolutely remarkable what is happening right now. You're thinking, Canada isn't going to win this game. 
they cannot they they can't get anything past this goalie. Anyways, his yeah, sorry, his name is Adam Gajan. Gajan, I think they said it was. Probably it, it, it's a Slovakian. So it's probably something? the G is definitely spell uh, like Gyan, pronounced differently. I think it's a, some, or something. Some, something. It's spe- uh yeah, G A J A N. Search him up. You you'll see you, his you Adam Gayan. I want to say is yeah. Okay, say his name is anyway. So Canada's getting a whole bunch of zone time, a whole bunch of shots. Gayan's standing on his head. Mm-hmm. Bedard, he gets it from a pass from. I think it was Brant Clark, yeah, defenseman. Because uh, one thing to note about double IHF World Junior stuff, their overtimes for playoff games are not five on five, twenty minutes. They're ten minute, ten minute, three, three on threes. threes. So it's awesome. It, it's it's super. I, to be honest, I wish the NHL I wish adopted the NHL that. Went to that, but um, five minutes, like three ten on minute, three. three on three, uh, overtime for just a regular season game in the would NHL be would be so, fantastic. So amazing. Anyway, so Brand Clark has the puck at the top of the blue line. Yeah. He goes to the half wall where Bedard is, I believe. Yeah. Bedard gets the pass. He kind of circles up at the top of the blue line, cut cuts in, gets a shot. Oh, you think as a Canada fan, you're like, oh my gosh, this is it. Yeah. Bedard's coming down the, the middle of the ice. It's like watching his own. He has the puck. He shoots it. Save. Yeah, it's like watching. It's Safe. like an if you were an Oilers fan and watching McDavid in overtime, like start bolting down the ice. He's like, "Oh, this is it. Yeah, he's gonna score here." And then no. he gets saved or he misses the net or something. Not miss yeah. in, in this case, he didn't miss the net, but like, but yeah. So Bedard, uh, trying to go low blocker. Great stopped. save. Great stopped. save. Yeah, and Bedard's shot is super hard to read. It's kind of like Austin Matthews. It's like yeah. a toe drag kind of shot. Yeah, Connor Bedard has an NHL level level. Oh yeah, hundred percent already at the age of seventeen. Yeah. So Simon Nemich, he gets the puck. He tries to clear it. He kind of throws it. He kind of like tries to bank it off the the boards. Goes right to Bedard. So you're like, oh my gosh, he has the puck again. You can kind of yeah. feel the crowd. And watching Bedard during up. Canada games, you just think he's just going to shoot it all the time. No, what he does here. Walks and I, I around. Can, I, can, I can illustrate this so amazingly. <laughs> he, so there's three Slovakian players in the kind of in the middle of the ice. Yeah, or kind of two of them are. They're both all the, like ghosting all the other players because there's still two other Canadian players yeah, on the ice. You still got to be. I'm, aware I'm of pretty them. sure one of them was getting getting off for a change. I think so. This was like kind of mid change where this was all happening. Anyways, so Bedard has a puck. He makes a. Kind of, kind of just your average move. He kind of just does a quick little like cut out towards yeah. the boards. It's like it's like oh wow, great great move. Mm-hmm. What he does. So the way kind of Bedard kind of skates, he kind of looks like he's always shooting. That's how yeah. low he gets. That's where his hands are at. His his so, release is so fast that you have to be able to like as a defender on him. You don't know. It looks like he's going to shoot, and he might not even, like, he might just not shoot at all. But it looks like you have to be able to be prepared mm-hmm. to, like, take that because, yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so he looks like he's shooting. So, naturally, Simon Nemich goes down to block the shot. He doesn't shoot. He makes a nice little toe drag around Simon Nemich. Mm-hmm. Now, while the other defenseman on Slovakia thinks Bedard's shooting, not, he's... 
I guess he he's going over to. I think it was Logan Stankoven on the ice too at the time. Probably, yeah, that makes sense. So he's he's kind of covering him a little bit as Bedard is walking is on a one on one now with uh, Adam Gayen. Mm-hmm. Gayen goes for a poke check. Bedard, his IQ is so good. He reads this play bef- like before it even happens. It feels like mm-hmm. that Gayen's going to poke check, so he does a quick little move around a stick, tucks it in the net. And, and it looks he made it look so easy. We wish it you looked could see like this. he was he looks like he was skiing around a bunch of pylons. Yeah. And I'm not saying the Slovak defensemen are bad. I'm just saying Bedard's insane. Yeah. And like, we, we have the we have the audio clip for you. We wish you could see it, but we'll just play that for you real quick. That goal made my mom cry. <laughs> <laughs> that goal. Watching, watching that in the car, my dad was in the front seat. I'm like, hey, dad, you know that Bedard guy? He just walked around the whole, t- uh, the whole Slovak team and just scored. And he's yeah. like, really? I'm like, yeah. And the funny thing is, after this whole thing, because I was going to a game and stuff, literally four hours later, my dad sits on the couch and starts watching highlights. And I've actually never really seen my dad that interested in like a I've national... never seen my mom cry before the, uh, for a hockey game. The last time I saw her cry at, for a hockey game was when the Henrik and Daniel Sedin's last home game. Yeah. Well, that's coming up five, six years ago now. Anyways, fantastic goal. To be honest, goal. I almost cried during that too. That Fan- was very anyways, sad. Yeah. Fantastic <laughs> goal. Connor Bedard's beauty. We love him. That was a really long time. We apologize. Wait, one one more thing. This will be quick. His celebration was elite. Okay. We have to say this, even if we're going to go too long with this. It's absolutely (laughs) phenomenal celebration, just to top everything off. And it was kind of disrespectful, but it was amazing. Yeah, what it was, he went down on one knee and kind of just like pointed... Or it was he did the like heartbreaker. Sh- yeah, the heartbreaker. Yeah. Which so he started from, like yeah, pointed and then he kind of made like a heart from the bottom and went up and then just punched it out, and that reminds me. Um, first off, the goal looked like Jordan Eberle's goal, in when he was in his rookie year about to get drafted. Mm-hmm. We all know who how he turned out. So some people are actually kind of scared about mm-hmm. this because like, obviously, Bedard's did ten times better than Eberle. Not ten times, but like up. Yeah, a bit better. Anyways. Um. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, the celebration was elite. We got to move <laughs> on because yeah. we still got a bunch of things to get over. Yeah, we'll do it quick though because yeah. obviously. Yeah. So, anyways, Bedard's great, fantastic player. As a Canucks fan, I want him. Yeah. Anyways, so over the break, Ovechkin, or but sorry, no. Before before we went on to our break, we said Ovechkin hit 800 goals as the third player in NHL history to do that. The next player who he had to. To, to move into second place, he had to pass Gordie Howe, who was at 801 goals. In the same game, he where he got 801 to tie Gordie Howe, he got 802 to break the record. So that was that over the break. What and, team was that against? Because whatever team it was, I remember I seeing a clip of just them all lining up during the game. Like after he scored the goal, they all lined up and shook his hand. 
And it was one of the not best sh- things no, I've not, ever seen. Not, not Chicago. Um, like I, I can, I can see. What's Brent, he can look it up. Anyways, um, now he's sitting at eight hundred and eight career goals. Officially, in second place. Smash that! It was fantastic. This is this is who I was gonna guess it was. It was the Winnipeg Jets, and I okay. remember seeing the clip. Obviously, the whole. Capitals bench emptied because that's what they do whenever yeah. someone reaches a milestone. And one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in hockey, which makes it so wholesome, is the mm-hmm. whole entire Winnipeg bench got out and went into a line and all shook his hand. Yeah. And this is just mid-period. This is just like after a goal. It's not like this is the end of the game or like before the game started or Fantastic before a period started. It's just right in the middle of the play. Not during the play, but like right after he scored. They all get into a line and shake his hand. And that's... Obviously, you do that fantastic, to a, the great one. Fantastic sportsmanship. Yeah, the great eight, not the great one, because that's when Wayne Gretzky. Great eight, the great eight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Now he's at 808 goals. He's on the pursuit to catch Wayne Gretzky. Who's at 894. Still got a while to go, but he's gonna I break mean, it. If you play EA Sports games, he breaks it by a mile. He breaks it for in like some the reason. He gets year. like eight, 80 goals a season in that <laughs> game. I, I, yeah. Like I, I remember, I was like simming a like a season two days ago and he was like 41 years old and he got like 82 goals. I'm like, man, this guy just keeps going. It's like Yager, but like on steroids. Anyways, now moving down way south into Florida, Steven Samkos with the Tampa Bay Lightning captain, definitely a hall of famer when he retires, he's closing in at 500 goals. I believe he's at like 498 or something. Mm -hmm. And that's also crazy to think too, because he's, he's been around pretty long time not like since as long but like i think it's like 13th year i believe in the league yeah so like and he's also has injury has had injuries too mm-hmm. set him back but this just this just makes it's, ovechkin's it's to record too look even better because snap is a goal scorer too and his goals are pretty insane as well mm-hmm. um obviously not as good but like you know you know he, but, he's, he was know, one of the goal scorers back it, then yeah, so Stamkos, I describe him as a franchise player, but Ovechkin generational. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so there was that. Now getting to more, I guess, harder news. This was not just only in the sports world, but just in regular news as well. Yeah. Um, Bill Buffalo Bills safety, I believe that was his position. Yep. Um, Demar Hamlin, NFL. Uh, got tackled and what had a, had a stroke or went to oh, cardiac no. okay, arrest. Okay, so the uh, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure the Packers were playing them, if I'm not mistaken. No, it was the uh, Bengals. Bengals. I, I think okay, it, I'm totally. I off think it was. Um, I can just check too here. Yeah, yeah it was the Bengals. So yeah. Bengals player. Um, it was his name. I know it. I'm pretty sure. It's Higgins. I'm not really T sure Higgins. what his first T name. Higgins. Yeah, so T. Yeah. Okay. So T. Higgins. Um, he went in for the tackle. It was a clean tackle. It, well, it wasn't it was any clean. dirty. It, it was a clean hit. It was kind of just very unfortunate. It was bad, bad timing of yeah. the heartbeat. Yeah. And which, was, which funny thing is, I learned that in um anatomy and physiology today. Um, my teacher actually talked about this in class. Like, this is what. Happen. They think are, are happen is 
I'm not going to get into the science of this because I don't even think I can explain it. But anyway, when your heart has a T wave, it's when your heart is resetting or your heart is resetting its pulse, whatever. Um, right at that millisecond, I guess he that's when hit. the impact happened yeah. and is he went to cardiac arrest. Yeah. And for apparently nine minutes on the field, they were doing CPR. Um, he got transported to hospital and he's been there for like about two days in ICU and he's still in ICU. At first, he was in critical condition. I think he still is, but there are signs of him getting better, which is amazing. Which is great news. And all over Buffalo, all professional sports in Buffalo, they 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 took this to heart because everyone took it to heart. But like took it to heart. Buff- but because it's in Buffalo, Buffalo. Sports specifically, oh, so yeah. the Buffalo Sabers they were playing a game the next day, which was yesterday. They walked into the arena, I believe. Yeah, it was against Washington too. Mm-hmm. It was against Washington too, and Buffalo. As they're coming in, they have uh, T-shirts on of uh, Demar Hamlin's number three, and uh, the Buffalo Bills. Uh, it was kind of. It's pretty much just like a jersey, but in a T-shirt form. But they all had the same one in Demar Hamlin, and, and it's, yeah, it said "Love for Love for three. three, which is Demar Hamlin's name, and. During that game, uh, Buffalo won it in overtime, five to four. Mm-hmm. And the big storyline in that too, though, Thompson, Tage, Tage Thompson, Thompson got three goals in that game. Thirty mm-hmm. third um, of the season 33rd was the, the last season. goal. Yeah. Um, and what there some, was there was like some other minutes time on ice, something like there that. Was something like that. I can but I can also search that up. Ba- but basically, it was, everything bas- was three. Basically, everything for Tage Thompson was like a three. So, fate, you know, what, what can you do? So, yeah, we we can, yeah, we can move on. Sorry, 30th goal of the season, not 33. 30th but, goal of the season, I mean, yeah. but three, it, it was th- raining threes all around for Tate yeah. Thompson uh, for this game. It just seemed meant to be. Yeah. And, yeah, so there there's that. There's really no, there's really no way to, like, segue out of that into, like, other news, but. Yeah. We'll the, do, we'll these, do are, these are pretty light and pretty simple to talk about. Except for this one, but. Um, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Moving on. So, Luke Shen, Vancouver Canucks defenseman, played his 900th game, which is impressive. Yep. Not only because it's 900th, but because he was also kind of had some setbacks, as in didn't get contracts some year and was in the American Hockey League some years. So, yep. great, to, great to see. Jimmy uh, VC. Jimmy VC signs extension with New York, two years, one point six million dollars. And I remember when he was a Canuck, and he was just like he was literally good. holding on. To a contract, though. Like, he got waived from Toronto. And it kind of seemed like, when he was on the Canucks, it kind of seemed like he was just one of those players who, after the season, he wasn't going to get signed. He wasn't going to get anything. kind of seemed like mm-hmm. he was kind of starting to slow off. But after that, I'm not sure if he went straight to New York after that. I think he went to New Jersey or something, or Carolina. Something like that. And then Before that, got, and then he then went got- to New York. And he's actually playing pretty good there. And yeah. obviously the reason why he's getting an extension now. Yeah. Anyway, so that 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 that's good for him. Good good job, VC. Mm-hmm. Congrats. And now to the last bit of news. More Canuck stuff. They're in the news all the time. We can really quickly go over yeah, this. Yeah, we, so we can whip through this. It's Alexi Lafreniere big. was a twenty twenty uh first round first overall pick and by New York. By the New York Rangers. Rangers. Yep. And uh, apparently now the not his most recent game, but 
I think a, cu- a couple games ago, he basically got healthy scratched by head coach Gerard Galland. And with that, the Vancouver Canucks are now interested in Alexi Lafreniere. Not not just interested, too. But very, they, very they, they interested. They said extremely Satyar, interested. Satyar Shaw of Sportsnet 650 said the uh, tweeted out the Canucks are like very interested in Alexi Lafreniere and the New York Rangers know this. So if they do make a trade for Lafreniere, this is not going to come cheap. It's probably going to involve Horvat, I bet. Horvat for sure. Uh, it will not involve both Horvat and Besser though. No. Because of the cap situation in New York. Um like for the Canucks obviously it would work. Um Vancouver but, would happily do yeah, that deal. But like uh with Besser's 6 million dollars and or if that's $5 million or whatever. That's already $11 million, and obviously New York does not have $11 million in free cap. So if we were to do that deal, they would we would have to take on someone's cap space. And after looking at it, I'm not really sure if there is anyone we can take back without value. Yeah. So um, Yeah, so there, there's that. He was, so, you know, and it... it, it that was quick. We don't really have to spend too much yeah. time on that. We, we, we usually ramble right about the Canucks a lot, so we're just going to move so on. Yeah, we're just going to move on um, right away. So <laughs> now, finally, after the news, you know, I was trying to think we should do like news last. I feel like probably because we can whip past this stuff and because we yeah we can stats because I feel gonna... like this 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 is what our podcast is about. This is what our show is about. The mm-hmm. basically uh, learning about hockey and part of that is with stats. Now, yep. the past two episodes, we've kind of whipped through the basic stats. Very, very basic ones. Very, too. very basic. The stuff. A little you, bit, a little bit of, I guess, advanced, but not not, not too really. advanced. Not really. Like the most advanced thing we did was goals like, against average or whatever, yeah. which isn't that advanced. It's just kind of something that you can learn in like a minute, and it's just like okay, yeah. That's cool. So now we are getting into the actual advanced stats and. With basic stats, you can find those anywhere on any website like NHL.com or I believe HockeyDB. Um, but those are like stat pages and stuff you can find on players. Yeah, I'll, wait, All did the you say Money stat. Puck? No, HockeyDB. And I'm sure Money Puck too. Oh, yeah. It's just Money Puck has all that kind of... Yeah, like, and Puckpedia as well. Which high charts of everything. In, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, basically, anything will work. Basically, you can find all the basic stuff on those websites. With advanced stats, it's different. Now, oh, you were talking about basic stats. Basic stats. Oh, my bad. No, yeah. m- m- money puck is more of an advanced thing. Hundred yeah. percent. They do all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. So with advanced stats, it's very different. You, they're not on those stat pages. Yeah. Like if you go to NHL.com, they're not going to show what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. Um. You have the where where I found them, and they might be on other more websites, but from what I've found, mainly they're on either Puckpedia or Money Puck. Now, today we are using uh, stats from Puckpedia, and we will continue to use it from there because it's all laid out fantastically. Thank you guys over there. They're not listening, but, you know. <laughs> I mean, if you any, you guys if any of you guys you know. If you, you guys if, say thank you now. If any of you guys know anyone from there, be sure to just like bring them on over here, you know. Let make them force them to listen to this. Mm-hmm. Don't do anything too crazy though. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So that's where that's where you can find some of the some of the stuff for that. Um. So today, we're I, 
the way I had planned for it was we're going to break the advanced stuffs into different sections. So today we're going over Corsi. Now, what Corsi is, it's an advanced stat, obviously, and it's to measure shot attempt differential while at even strength play. So when you're at five on five, four on four, or three on three shot attempt differential. So, yeah, let's get let's get right into it. So, CF when you if you see CF somewhere, uh, for hockey statistics anything like that, normally, uh, I think most of the time they won't actually have the abbreviated. I think they will have course the actual what it's. Uh, it's either they'll have Corsi or they'll have the CF, but it'll be one of those um things that if you. Uh, hover over it with your mouse, it will say Corsi. Yeah, Corsi 4. So what CF means is Corsi 4. Now, what that means is shot attempts made on the op- opposition's goal. And this stat also includes goals, missed shots, and blocked shots. So it's actually a lot. It, again, it, remember, it is shot, uh, shot attempts. So remember, going back to the first episode, a shot... A registered shot actually is a one that is on net, on goal, that either goes into the net or the goalie stops. That is what counts as a shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that, 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 that's what uh, counts as a shot. Now, Corsi, what they measure, obviously, is what we just said. Corsi uh, measures the shot attempts in... Uh, goals, miss shots, and block shots. So that's... Mm-hmm. It, it takes in account every time you basically release the puck in the direction of the net. Yeah. Yeah. Whether if it's obvious that that puck is going towards the net. Yeah. And that's how they, if, if that's it's how they intended, record it. Intended to go there. If yeah. it's not like a pass. Yeah. It, like if you just like dump it in the zone from the blue line. It, it's they're not, not going to count that. Yeah, it's not, that's not a shot. But it's, if it's actually... Anything that is... Directed Purposely towards the net. directed towards the net. Yeah. I think that's the best. Even if way it, to really I'm pretty it. sure. Even if it's a, if if your goal is to score with that shot, even if it's like a pass to tip, that still that counts. still counts as a shot. It's only one shot. It's not like the tip it's makes not, it it's two. Not, yeah, it's only it's only one shot. But yeah, as Brandon said, but you know, so there's that, and then CA that means Corsi against. Now, this means shot attempts made on goal by the opposing team. Now, this means the exact same thing. So, this is... We should probably mention Corsi is a team stat. Yeah. Not it's an not individual. individual. Yeah. It is a team stat. So, you can... I'm pretty sure on Money Puck, if we go to Money Puck... We don't have to right now. But if someone goes to Money Puck and they're like... And they go to, uh, like, team statistics and they see, like, CFCA... CF percentage and rel CF percentage. All that is team statistics. So, mm-hmm. what? How many the the team accumulated shots and opposition team accumulated shots, block shots, attempts, anything like that, goals, yeah. yada yada yada. Now, CF percentage. And that's with the percentage sign means Corsi four percentage. So. This means a ratio of Corsi for and Corsi against. So, I guess you could say the differential of the of the between, mm-hmm. kind of like your 
your team's version of like a, a plus minus. Yeah, yeah. Even though if you think of like what we talked about earlier about like plus minuses with um players, like if you're on for a goal against or if you're on for a goal for, um, it's the same thing, but it's one. for your whole team. Yeah. Now teams already have a plus minus as a team. Yeah, and that, that, that's now, just called now, now that's just that called goal is, differential. Yeah, that means that's goal differential. So it's kind of like a team's plus minus, but mm-hmm. we did everyone everyone calls it goal differential. So, yeah, so then Corsi is of Corsi 4 and Corsi or Corsi 4 percentage. Sorry, let me get that straight. Is the ratio between the Corsi 4 and Corsi again. So kind of kind of like the of them, same thing. Both of them together. Both of them. Just the percentage of them put together. Yeah. So another thing I just like searched up, um, when you calculate Corsi 4, it is what Owen said. This includes shots on goal, missed shots on goal, and block shots attempts, but it's minus the same shot attempts directed at your own net, which is also what Corsi against is. Yeah. Which is the shots against. So I guess they... They go against each other. Yeah. And that's how you get your percentage. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. I didn't know that. that, that that's actually, I didn't that's know that cool. until like five minutes ago when I searched <laughs> it up. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> and now on to the last bit of the stat is rel, rel CF percentage. And this means relative Corsi for percentage. And the rel means relative. There's that. Just in case anyone is confused with that, the rel, R-E-L, means relative and this is Corsi four percentage in brackets on ice and then Corsi four percentage in brackets off ice now you're probably like what the hell does that mean (laughs) (laughs) and when i read that for the first time i'm a bit confused right now you're gonna have to explain this to me so confused luckily the absolute beauties the amazing people at Puckpedia said it uh, shows a player's Corsi percentage relative to their teammates. Hmm. Oh, I'm, oh, that's so much simpler. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I guess this is like, I guess like that Corsi four percentage than like the on ice off ice stuff. I guess I was like, not even like how you set it up to I, do. I, like, I don't even know why to, to, to the, make it so difficult. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't get it. Why? Like, well, it, like obviously Corsi <laughs> has a meaning of some sort, but like why can't you just say like shot yeah. attempts against uh shot attempts for against shot attempt shot attempts against. I feel like it'd be easier to like break all that stuff up, but then it's like, well now we have like fifteen other stats we have to oh, yeah, account yeah. So, for. Yeah. So I I guess I guess this is for them it's just easier to um add it all into one. So yeah. But Corsi relative, Corsi four percentage. Shows the player's Corsi percentage relative to their teammates. Now, Corsi, also a team percentage and a player percentage, which I just found out now. But all I know, all I had known coming into this, all of this research and stuff like that was that Corsi was mostly a team per yeah. team statistic. It's a, it's a team shot statistic. Yeah. A team, yeah, a team shot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Team shot or shot attempt statistic. And a shot includes or goals, missed shots, shot attempts, and block, block shots. shots. Any, like, yeah, that's a, that's another thing. Um, if a puck goes off a post, 
in game, they're not going to put the shot up on the board. Yeah, but Corsi will take Corsi that into will, account. Corsi will, Corsi will count that. Now um, you don't yeah. you don't see Corsi during mid broadcast. You don't see any of the advanced statistics. Yeah. This is generally all during, this is all like generally during the third party broadcast. website kind of statistics. In a way, which isn't really third party. I mean, it's like, not it's not third party, but it's like NHL.com or NHL the league doesn't. They they won't. They get their information from other sources. I'm sure they do it themselves, but they don't I'm display sure. it yeah. unless you're watching a broadcast and they decide to yeah put it on the screen. Yeah, and yeah, that that was that was all for today. So we went over some news, World Junior stuff. We went over the advanced tests. Yeah, Corsi. That was only one of them. That wasn't all of them. Yeah, we it, will come not, back in not, two weeks with. Uh, yeah, it, it's not it's not set. all the events stats we could have done today, but it's just that. Oh yeah, I want to break back, it up. After, I to break it up. Yeah, after coming back from Christmas break, a two week break, a lot of news to get through. Um, and, and also we, we shake knew, off the cobwebs yeah. again, as oh, you yeah, can yeah, tell. Yeah. Today was a little bit rough at some parts. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. We just Thank said that at the same time. <laughs> that was pretty sick. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Uh, thank you guys a lot for listening. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at owen.jz and at brandon underscore hunt 05. You can also find our podcast at the Onside Hockey Podcast on Instagram. It is great. It is lovely. We post updates uh, about our the podcast and we also uh, post news and kind of just when, when we upload our actual podcast. Yeah. One thing so. to note, it's, there's no the in the title because apparently... um. I just didn't think of that. So it is just Onside, onside Hockey, hockey Podcast. podcast. Um, I'm sure if you search up the Onside Hockey Podcast, sure it would come, come up. But, but just in case. But yes, it that. is just Onside Hockey Podcast. some reason, I didn't think of putting the on it. So, you know. We also have an email. We'll get to that after. But if you have any <laughs> questions or, like, suggestions or anything. Yeah, you can either text we, to us we, on I Instagram think I think we can put email. it in our bio. Um We'll get into that after. I just yeah. remembered that I made an email yeah. for this thing. So, <laughs> anyways, yeah. So that that was the uh, that was episode three for the Onside Hockey Podcast today. I really hope you guys enjoyed, even though it was kind of all over the place for the most part. Um, to be honest, I think it went pr- quite well. <laughs> I, think, I, yeah. I think. I think. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed and have a great, fantastic day. See you later, guys.